Good morning, KHI agents. How is everybody doing this morning? You know, I have to chuckle. It's March 8th, right? And it's um, 28 degrees here in Des Moines, and many of you are north of us, uh, north of where I am, actually, and uh, probably a little bit chillier. But when are we going to see the grass again, right? So um, the first thing I want to do is we just want to welcome spring whenever it'll get here. And so I I've got this image for you to take a look at and just remember that someday it will be green again here in Iowa. Um, and then don't forget to spring ahead on Sunday as um, uh, we change our clocks for daylight savings time. So, uh, yeah. And, and I have to laugh, though, because this is actually the image, right? This is what we're in. Um, this is where we want to be. Uh, yeah. So. Um, goodness sakes, we've um, endured a nice long winter and um, we'll pray. And I think I was up in northern Iowa yesterday and right, we're going to pray for a slow melting so we don't have flooding because then we have that to look forward to in the spring. So anyway, um, keeping a positive attitude, right? Uh, we'll jump into our presentation here this morning and uh, go through our typical list of uh, agenda items that we go through. And uh, so let's just jump right in. What I want to start with, though, is uh, congratulations to all the folks that were our Partners in Excellence uh, Award winners for 2018. And we had our celebration at Glen Oaks last Friday night, and uh, it, it was just a great time. And, and Kaylee's got some great pictures she took. And Kaylee, I hope you can get those pushed out onto uh, our website. So um, anyway, thanks to everybody. It's, I think a great time was had, and I just wanted to say congratulations again. If you weren't able to get there, um, then I will be either delivering to you uh, or will be shipping to you your award. Uh, so um, kind of watch for that. And also don't forget about the um, press release. So some of you, if you didn't get there, you might see some of your KHI colleagues in photos um, and uh, just celebrating their successes. And if you're not sure how to get there or want to figure out how to get there next year, uh, please just talk to me or Erica or any uh, any KHI team member about how we do this, because uh, it really is about growing your block of business, right? Uh, so yeah, so congrats again to everybody. That was just a, what a great night we had. Brenda and I are so blessed uh, with a great team and great agents. So our upcoming training event uh, coming up March 25th, we apologize, we had to cancel this one. Uh, Mandy Comer, our UHC rep, was not feeling well, and so we pushed it out to March 25th, and I'm really going to encourage you guys to jump on this webinar. Um, I've asked Mandy to do kind of an overview of UHC products again. You know, we're seeing UHC being so strong in the market in, in many areas across the state, and, and I understand there's different regions. Um, that are priced out, but whether you're in the two to 50 space or in the 51 plus space, uh, we're doing quotes for UHC and um, they've also got uh, some enhancements, a lot like Aetna does with, if you add on some of their ancillary products, it discounts the medical rate. And, you know, as you guys know, that's what the client's looking for is somehow how to keep that, that trend of their, their medical costs uh, down. And a lot of times by adding ancillary, we're talking like, Gosh, why would we add ancillary when they just are, you know, trying to absorb a 10% rate increase or 15% or 20 or whatever it is? Uh, but if they can add ancillary products and um, maybe get a, a net gain by the reduction in their medical premium. So um, check that out if you haven't seen the invitation um, or get onto our website. You can check that out. And um, another, just a kind of under an announcement. Um, Wellmark, and I, I just try to pull up the last few BBOs, uh, Blue, Blue's briefings online from Wellmark, and 
just to see. So if you didn't see this already, um, oh, I was going to attach the BBO. I will, I will get that attached um, here in just a little bit. Um, or you can just holler at somebody in our office if, if you didn't get the BBO, but refer back to the BBO. And, um, and it's, it's, it's an interesting one. And, you know, we've talked about wellness now. Wellmark is using the term well-being, maybe because wellness got used and abused. Um, but I, I'd say um, if you want to log in, I've already registered for that. I just quick got on and did that. So um, I can take a listen to that. And I'll, I'll let you guys know as well if you aren't able to, to get there. Um, let's see. And I got somebody say that you can't hear me. I'm trusting that you guys can hear me. Um, type in, I guess, if you still can't hear me, Carol. I don't have, I'm not muted. So, okay, let me double check one more thing here. See some of you guys. Yep, okay, thanks, Andy. You guys can hear me. Okay, all right. Um, uh, yeah, sorry about that. Okay, uh, so um, let me go on to to the next announcement here. Um, and now I did attach this. <laughs> um, and uh, it was kind of funny. I was having a conversation with Cassandra from BASE and you know, she and Kelsey kind of helped manage our account. And, uh, and so we were just chatting about compliance. And many times, as you guys know, you're trying to get through the uh, in re renewal process, if you will, during their open enrollment. And so sometimes you would plant the seed for some things, whether it's Com, uh, compliance, whether it's ancillary products, and you just worry and focus on getting their medical renewed. So um, they came out with, um, let's call March Compliance Month, and they've thrown a little incentive at you. So as you guys know, when you work through KHI, uh, we've got commission built in for you in the pricing. It's not a lot. We don't want to gouge your clients, but we think it's reasonable, and it also gives you an incentive to make sure you're talking about it to keep your client compliant. So um, yeah, here's a little incentive and it just is for the month of March. So here we are again on March 8th. So you've got some time to make sure you reach out to those groups that haven't done their compliance due diligence yet and um, they'll make it worth your while. So uh, anyways, you know, there's their number there to reach out. You can do it um, that way. You can reach out to KHI staff and we can get you connected to Cassandra or um, anyone, any one of the reps at base. So yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. So I did download that little flyer that she put together for us. And um, yeah, so again, it's another plug for reaching out to your client and following back up as we are here in March. And, and we kind of think of January and February as clean up from the hangover, right? Uh, clean up a little bit. We're a little hungover from the how hard we worked in fourth quarter. So um, time to start getting back into some of these proactive things that can only really go on and have the right attention to it during the spring and, and summer months. Uh, okay, so um, you guys know this. We've talked about it, and I've always kind of positioned these um, events as as golf outings. And I I know that you know what, not everybody golfs. No, not everybody wants to take the time to golf. Uh, and so what I'm thinking is here, we're just going to kind of reframe these and really think of them more like uh, continuing ed. And so what I'm I'm putting down here is is, is CEC events is how we're going to market these. And rather than have them uh, have you guys come to where we are, we are coming to you. And because I like to golf, <laughs> and a lot of agents do, we are going to do um, these again. And um, so three credit hours in the morning, we'll have at least one ethics in there. Um, by the way, I just talked to another agent yesterday who is in need of ethics. And um, I'll do one here. 
Um, of course, I just did one for health underwriters in January, but that's okay if you missed that one. I'll do another one here coming to your local town. And then I know I, I, they just asked me at health underwriters to do another one at our symposium in Ames this summer. So it's in uh, June, I think it's 11th and 12th or 12th and 13th. Anyway, it's right in there and you'll hear more about that as it gets a little bit closer, but I'll do another one there. So at last, at least I can get you two more hours of ethics, right? If you come to this event in your community and then uh, the one in Ames. But uh, yeah, and so we, we uh, will follow it up with nine holes of, uh, of golf and, and some will play another round and that's fine, but usually I need to get scooting. So um, after a little happy hour, right? But, um, but yeah, so please get a hold of Erica or you can certainly even type in um, and I'll go through those so that we can track that you're interested in having a meeting. And I like to have them at golf courses because then we're just there and we're ready to golf. So we have our meeting, then we have lunch and some people take off after that. And that's cool. So um, anyway, just know those are coming. And I like to think this is just something different that KHI does it. I don't know that any other GA does. So um, we like trying to be a little bit different and making sure we're bringing value to you guys, wherever you are in your community. Right. So let us know. And now as we talk about the individual market, um, for those of you that did decide to play in the individual market space, and actually they're calling it marketplace because some states do have the shop program and that was for small businesses. We don't have any carriers playing in the shop marketplace. So this really is for the folks that played in the under 65 ACA space in the marketplace. So it, compliance monitoring is happening. And so this just came out in the BBO yesterday as well. They always let you know and they let us know. Please use us. We're here to help. We we have our arms wrapped around this and our heads wrapped around all of this. So uh, literally, they're going to select you at random and you'll be so lucky, right? Like getting court duty or something. I don't know. But um, anyway, they'll email you and, and us. So just know that we'll work with you. And this is the one that actually came out. This is the, the one they're targeting now. And it has to do with each of you are to have, if you play in this space, right, a written policy and procedure showing compliance with non-discrimination standards. So Wellmark does provide some sample things, and this is where our team has access to that. So if you aren't doing this, you may want to reach out and just have it on file so that you've got a document talking about how you comply with the non-discrimination standards. And if you do get monitored, then, of course, we're here to help. So uh, reach out to our service team. They're, they'll be the ones that will help us um, make sure that you stay compliant and respond to everything we need to for Wellmark to stay in good standing. So. And then um, that's about it in the individual market. And then in the employer group space, of course, our, our deadlines, again, we, we talk about every month to make sure. And I, I kind of always check the calendar. So the 15th does fall on a Friday. Um, it was for February and it is for March again. So know that. And then the 20th is on a Wednesday. So um, gives you guys some time to make sure you get all your ducks in a row for any of your renewals that are coming up or new business that you're writing. UHC takes a little bit of a different approach, right? They still use the 15th of the month, but they will take paperwork up until the effective date. And, um, of course, Walmart gets a little, um, oh, uh, testy about that, right? Because most carriers are really, really concerned about making sure that employees are getting their IDs before the actual effective date. So, you know, with a lot of online tools now and whatnot, a lot of times you're, they're able to download um, a time, a, an ID card, et cetera. So anyway, um, and then the Aetna dates for um, the Aetna Funding Advantage product, and they do it a little bit differently as well. And notice for your April 1 effective date now, it's 
by March 27th, the sales notice needs to be submitted. So they they run it way till the end there. And of course, all required documents then by the effective date or April 1st. So um, just a reminder there on those. And then a couple of announcements or comments here um, in the Medicare market. And um, thanks to our service team uh, that gave me this information. So they had just said, now remember, Journey RX is what Wellmark is partnering with this firm on um, to offer a couple of lower, lower priced plans. And so there'd been an onboarding email that had been incorrectly listed some agent social security numbers as ending in 1111. <laughs> um, so if that happened to you and there's an onboarding email and, and they're, they're, you know, they don't show the whole thing, but they'll show XXXX and then, and then they'll show the last four digits. If they have yours listed as 1111, just contact our service team and, and we'll get a hold of Wellmark to get that straightened out. And then another notice here that um, that as of February 21st, so we've already missed that deadline or passed that deadline, Humana Customer Service will only speak with the agent of record or the client. And so obviously that limits us in what we can do. So um, if you've got questions on service items or things that are going on, certainly we'll do what we can. But in general, if we if, if it really involves contacting Humana, um, we need to have you get on the phone with your client most likely, right, and help them through it. And we're, we're kind of have our hands tied. And uh, of course, you guys type in, and I see some questions and comments are coming in, so please do. And I invite also the KHI service team, um, if there's any other clarity or anything else that needs to be added to that, just uh, uh, please uh, type it in or, um, uh, or jump in. Uh, I want to talk now a little bit about um, some so what's going on at the state and at the national level. And so uh, one update on the short-term limited duration plans, I was on their website just looking to see because I, I thought we'd get a, a notice and I get notified when the division has announcements and I haven't seen them publish the final rules yet. Um, as you know, we talked in our last month's webinar about um, the comment period, and actually I think February 8th was the actual day that they were having an open hearing and people could share their thoughts and concerns uh, about what the state wants to do. And again, the state is really there to protect the members and they don't want icky, crappy, I'll call them, you know, um, short-term limited duration plans. They really want good plans. They, they don't want uh, Iowans to be stuck with a really bad plan. So they were putting some rules around some things. So as soon as we get those, um, we'll get them out or certainly include them in our next monthly webinar update. And hopefully we'll have those by April. But I do want to talk to you about uh, NAFA Day on the Hill. And as you guys know, it's, it's health underwriters and NAFA are the two organizations that KHI is heavily involved in and supportive of. And so it was just um, our pleasure, Brenda and I and Erica and Kaylee and Lindsay, we were all down um, for NAFA Day on the Hill. And it, it was a great day really communicating our positions. And NAFA has a position paper. Uh, I've listed a couple of the things there on there, a few of the things on their position paper. So we were handing those out to our elected officials. Uh, we did meet um, with our Senate and House leadership, and we also had individual meetings. So um, it's a great uh, experience if you haven't done it before. So uh, consider NAFA Day on the Hill. I know that um, health underwriters just had their day on the Hill uh, the 5th. Of, of this week. They were just there, so on Tuesday. And I was out of town, so I wasn't able to join them. But um, there's times to get down there and make sure our representatives understand what we're faced with and what's happening out in the world of health insurance. So um, let me jump on to um, 
one other comment here. And, you know, when you reach out to your folks and they get to know who you are, then you'll get on their newsletter list. And so this was a, actually a newsletter that just came in this morning from the House Majority Leader, Chris Hagenow. And I've met with Chris before and know Chris and um, and many of our representatives push out updates. You'll see stuff in the register if you get that or your local newspaper. But the funnel, so they have all these conversations about the legislation that they want to discuss and, and try to get through and actually have a bill and then signed into law. Well, um, the one that caught my attention was one um, that the uh, and this is a Republican-led House and Senate in Iowa here. And this is one that will not will not make it through. Um, you'll notice right there at the bottom, any version of this bill will not advance on my watch. And this is from Majority Leader Chris Hageno, um, because there was a bill that was floated, and they call it House File 96. And you can just Google Iowa House File 96, and you can see who sponsored it. Um, and so it's so he's saying here, many Democrats here in Iowa are very much in favor of government-run socialized health care. And so there was a proposal put forth in Iowa. And as you can imagine, that since it's a Republican-led House and a controlled Senate and a Republican governor, that this isn't going anywhere. And the House leader controls this. So it, it will not move any further. So when they get through this funnel, um, the House Majority Leader gets to decide, right, what gets through and what doesn't. So I saw some really neat things that they're working on, um, nothing to uh, nothing else to do with health insurance, but some other cool things they're working on. Um, so anyway, but this is a good news that this will be stopped. This would, this would not be a good thing for us, and this is not to get political, but this is just saying, obviously, our livelihoods are helping folks and having government-run health care um, I just me and my opinion is I disagree with that wholeheartedly. So um, if you'd like to have conversation with me about that sometime, um, could have over, over a cup of coffee or a cocktail, I'd be happy to have that conversation with you. Okay, uh, so let's jump over into Washington. So you guys have a feel and you guys remember the reason I talk about this. I want you guys to be comfortable and confident when you're talking to your clients about what's happening. Uh, when the cost keeps going up and you're delivering that renewal and they want to know what the heck, right? Um, so not only are you there to show them solutions, but you're there to also let them know, here's the landscape um, that's going on politically and how plugged in you are and your back office agency, KHI, is plugged in on their behalf, right? So I did attach the talking points. Now that one um, has Joni Ernst's name on it, but it, it put any, if you want one for your representative, we've got them for all of them. So um, this comes now from health underwriters from our capital conference visit uh, the last of February. And so take a look at that. If you need another copy and you're going to go see your representative, um, either federally, uh, we just have them for the federal representatives. I don't have them for your Iowa representatives, but um, but take one that is your representative. Again, this one happened to be Ernst, but we've got Grassley and Lobosack and Finkenauer and Axney and King. So uh, we've got we've got everybody that you need there. So, okay. Um, but here's a couple things. So I want you to be kind of conscious of the market stabilization to reduce costs. That's one big header. And in that is the reinsurance high risk pools at the state level. So this is where we can get some traction and start talking about this. So guess what? When we pick this up at the Nehu Capital Conference on a Monday and a Tuesday, we're back in Des Moines on Wednesday and Thursday. And I'm in front of uh, the Senate, pre the president of the Senate, Senator Charles Schneider from West Des Moines. He's also uh, a lawyer for principal. 
And so um, I met with him and uh, as a part of NAFA and was able to talk to him about the reinsurance high risk pools to try to drive down costs for both the individuals at the AC in the ACA, but also small groups in that ACA, you know, one to 50 or two to 50 space. So I do have another uh uh, white paper on the reinsurance high risk pools. If you've got interest in that and you want to get comfortable and familiar with what we're talking about, feel free to download that document as well. I know the legislative folks um, and Marcy leads that for health underwriters. She's going to be meeting with uh, the insurance commissioner's office and um, also the legislative uh, policy person for the governor and talking with them about these reinsurance high risk pools. And you guys, what this should do is lower premiums in the ACA and small group space if we can get high risk pools in both. And the other thing it does is attracts more carriers to our market, um, which again, competition, right, can help to try to drive down costs. So um, that's a good thing. Of course, repealing the Cadillac tax and the HIT tax um, and I'll touch more on that in just a little bit. Um, and preserve the employer tax exclusion. You guys know what this is, right? That that we want to make sure that that health insurance benefits are always tax-free to the employee. We know it's a business expense for the employer, but we want the employer to be able to have it as tax-free and also pass it through to their employees as tax-free. So this is so important, and that's on high on our agenda list to make sure that that no government people try to go after um, health and health benefits like they try to go after life insurance right now. Because as you know, life insurance is a tax-free product. No taxes are paid on that. So we want to protect that. Um, and that really hits obviously all uh, middle to, it doesn't matter what class you are, but especially for middle class folks. And then I, I get excited about increasing the flexibility of HSA. So I've talked about it, but many of these things, you guys, again, health underwriters, NAHU is not a partisan organization. It's bipartisan. Um, we and they work on both sides of the aisle, and we're getting a lot of bipartisan support for many of these items. And again, you'll see that a little bit later uh, on a slide here. And then um, obviously, Health Underwriters um, has concerns for the Medicare for All platform. We're hearing a lot about it. If you turn the news on at all and you watch anything, you're hearing a lot of this come out um, on the uh, Democrat side wanting Medicare for All. And as you guys know, with the 2020 election coming up, we're hearing a lot of this right now. And I'm sure that'll all get pared down. But it's just cost prohibitive and disruptive because the idea would be to unseat all the folks that are on employer group plans right now. So would we push all that right to uh, to a government-run healthcare? I, I, you know, I I disagree. Right? We should not have Medicare for all. Um, and then to, now to go right into Medicare issues, uh, I've talked about this before, but um, trying to get Cobra as creditable coverage so that somebody that takes that and extends that um, and misses their Part B. Uh, right, open enrollment period after those, you know, you got eight months after you turn 65. Let's say they've, you know, maybe they're uh, they're retired and they want to stay on Cobra because maybe a, a drug they're they're getting is covered really well on their employer plan, so they're going to extend their Cobra and waive their B. Right now, Cobra is not considered creditable coverage, and they'll get that 10% penalty for not purchasing their B if they don't get it within eight months. So that's just a, a, a stupid thing, and that needs to get fixed. And then also, I love what they're talking about here to modify some of the Medicare Advantage marketing rules and suspend the scope of appointment requirements. Uh, it limits then what you're able to talk about and how you're able to help that senior because we've got some slimy agents in this business, right? So, um, but, but we're looking, and we propose uh, to try to help in in the marketing of Medicare Advantage plans. 
And then also the last thing is, and, and not, a, not applicable to Medicare Advantage plans, but very applicable to Medicare supplement plans, and that's the whole observation status, does not count toward those three midnights, which means if they go into skilled nursing, they're, it's not Medicare uh, covered. So um, they've got to have those three midnights in the hospital, and uh, typically that means being admitted, right? That's what it says. It's admitted, and when hospitals are putting them in observation status, um, then the client's ending up having to pay for their skilled nursing care, which is just ridiculous. So we're working on trying to get that fixed. Okay, um, I wanted to share this with you because this uh, just came out. So there's pending legislation right now, and I want you to notice that there's representatives from both the House. So when they talk about representatives, that's the House. Look at the Democrat and the Republican together, and then look at the Senate so this was introduced, it was, it's called House Resolution 1398, and um, then joining them on the Senate side is, notice, another Republican and another Democrat. And so this is to um, permanently get rid of the HIT. The HIT stands for Health Insurance Tax, um, and notice, you guys, you remember that that the, there was a moratorium on the hit that went away and now it's back. So the moratorium of the hit, it is effective right now in 2019 and, and they guesstimate it's about 3%. Um, and so they, they say about $500 in premiums per family each year um, in this additional tax. And so anyway, so I love that there's some bipartisan support going on to try to get this thing um, removed once and for all. Um, because it's it, they had been just doing some, uh, let's just remove it for 2018, and now it's back in 2019, right? So anyway, that's good news, and I, I love to see bipartisan support happening, because that means things can get done, and people, uh, it makes sense to folks, right, on both sides of the aisle. So a couple things, and I call it what's the buzz, because this is, it's not legislation, but it's it's just things that are happening that we need to just, I think, be aware of. And, and, and this one, um, again, you're going to see what my opinion is on selling health insurance across state lines. I think it's, um, and, and I think our Iowa insurance commissioner would agree that we want to sell products um, that, uh, to Iowans that live in Iowa that we can protect because health insurance regulation in Iowa doesn't cover, you know, somebody in Nebraska. Um, that's, they're covered under their uh, insurance division rules. So this is, the, I get what they're trying to do here. They want more competition. They don't want to hinder the sale of products. Um, yeah, so they're open to conversation around it. So I'm sure that health underwriters, NAFA, and anybody, you or I, um, we can get onto CMS's website. I'm sure there's a, I don't have the portal here to, to put your opinions out there, but, um, but if you Google it, I'm sure there's a place that you can express your opinions. They want information and how do you feel about it? So I'm sure hopefully insurance divisions across the country will be weighing in. Um, and maybe you just can sell across state lines if that state touches your state. I mean, I don't know. I, I just find it hard to believe that somebody in Florida is going to come in here and start selling policies in Iowa, right? Uh, it, uh, you got to go through the the, pro the protocol and get your policies approved, and and then the distribution is us, not some agent out of Florida in a call center. So I have a little bit of concern there. And then you guys know, in the past, I've talked to you about the Amazon, J.P. Morgan, Berkshire Hathaway venture, and so they've named it. It's called Haven. So if you start to hear that about Haven. Um, and it's interesting. So you can see there, they were talking about 900,000 employees, but now they're saying it'll initially serve 1.2 million employees when you combine the employees of those three companies. And then notice right there at the end, it says, 
Um, it has later plans to share our innovations and solutions to help others. So let's keep an eye on Haven. I will keep an eye on Haven with you and for you um, because it, could this be another it, – it appears as they might be this new kind of carrier, right? Um, and then what kind of distribution will they have? Do you just buy it on Amazon? So anyway, we'll keep a really close eye on that. So as we wrap up here and then take questions, I know it's just about 9.30. We don't, didn't have quite as much today, but, um, but have you set your goals for 2019? And I'm, I'm pausing right now. I really, really would love for you guys, and, and I've, nobody's taken me up on it yet, to share their goals for 2019 with me. If you just, uh, you can email me or text me or give me a phone call and let me know what you're doing and I can help, help to hold you accountable, right? Um, or, or let's think in more detail then if you set your goals and let's say that you want to grow or you want to, you want to get to that, that partners in excellence celebration next year. And so you want to be in the top 10% of folks that have grown your business, then how are you going to do it? So again, that goes into, have you made a plan to contact your clients? Maybe you want to layer on more product and just grow revenues and maybe not grow clients, right? So how are you going to reach out and talk to those Medicare clients? Are you going to layer on some ancillary product to them or um, reaching out to your um, group clients as well? And do this prior to their open enrollment, right? Because it is so crazy typically during fourth quarter. And then think about what products you will promote. Um, like I said, are you going to – and how about that, just like we talked about with BASE and uh, the compliance documents. And there's a little bit of – of commission there, but you got and a, and a little incentive too, right? But the whole point is, is to continue to drive value because that's a retention strategy, I think, as you continue to show your value, right? Um, I didn't add it on here, but have you decided to do electronic enrollment? Um, if you're not doing it today, are you doing it? Uh, if you need help with that, of course, with any of this stuff, please reach out to our office or they'll get a hold of me and um, Erica can set an appointment for me to come out and see you. But how about looking at your office efficiencies? Have you decided to review your processes or automate anything that you're doing to try to help drive some of those efficiencies, which then if that can free up time for you or a staff that you might have, um, that gives you more time maybe to prospect. Um, and I'm happy to have, I'm having marketing conversations with agents all over the state right now. Um, and if you haven't had your marketing uh, conversation with me yet, uh, please reach out to Erica and have her schedule an appointment and I'll come out and see you and, or we'll do it over the phone if you want. I don't care. Um, and then think about staffing, right? Have you hired or backfilled a position to and to accommodate your anticipated growth? Uh, maybe there's a place where you said, gosh, if I could just have somebody help me with this, I know we could grow here. Uh, so many of you do a lot of other things besides health insurance with your investments or your PNC business. So as you look at your overall um, book of business, you know, think about how you can grow and where you want to be and, and finish 2019. We're in March. Have I said that? Yes, we're in March. So um, we're just wrapping up the first quarter of the year already. All right, so let me go over to the questions and I can see that I've got folks that have um, asked questions here. So let me pull that up. Let's see, and I wanted to say, um, okay, yep, I should have attached the, I just saw a comment here from uh, somebody in my office about March compliance month and so, um, yeah, go ahead and if you guys should be able to download that little flyer. And, uh, okay, so let me just go through a couple, a couple of you were saying you couldn't hear me, it looks like, but um, 
Okay. Oh, what is a BBO? Yep. And I think I mentioned that. That's the Blues Briefings Online. It comes from Wellmark. And a lot of times, I don't know if you're like me, you guys will get the email, but you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll get back to it later. So I try on a monthly basis to go back and look at the BBOs um, from the prior several weeks and then bring to you um, what you need, right? Because a lot of people don't have time to do that, right? Um, And then let's see, another comment or question here. It's like, that is why the ACA is under the IRS now. They planned on taxing premiums. Oh, okay. Good point, Frank. Um, that, uh, yes. <laughs> um, so let's hope not. Let's hope they don't go back and tax and decide to, to uh, tax us, right? Because And not go back. They never have right now. We just don't want that to happen. We've got the IRS involved, right, with the penalty, which as we know now in 2019 has been um, uh, has been lifted, right? So there's no more penalty in the individual market. Um, And yes, we do archive these webinars. Um, And in fact, oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, Eric, I I said I wasn't going to talk about it today, but because um, you asked about archiving our webinars, they are on right now. They're on um, khiagents.com. And then you just click on webinars. And then you'll see we have our carrier webinars. And those are things like we do on Mondays. And then we've got our monthly market updates. And those are a separate section because there's one a month for ever. Like I've been doing this, I don't know, for six years now. Um, And so, but I just have something really exciting to share that Erica and Kaylee have been working on. And I just give so much credit to Erica and her creativity um, to figure out a way that we can get these in a podcast format. So when you're driving down the road, um, you can just click, um, we'll have you download an app and you can click and listen to these, um, all the archived webinars that you want to for both. um, We'll start right now with just the monthly market updates. We want to keep because it's it's going to be open to uh, to anybody, I guess, that would search it and find it. But we'll keep our carrier ones locked down right now, so those you will have to go to our website. But yeah, so we'll, more to come on that. We'll roll that out as we get everything set up. So very very exciting. I hope and I'd love your feedback on that. So okay, so I think that's all I have. And you guys, please give me your um, send me an email, me or Erica, because Erica is going to set that up. If you want to make sure you do, we do a continuing ed event in your area. I know we just were up. um, uh, We were talking about Spencer. uh, We were talking about Sheffield. uh, We were talking about Sioux Center. So I know we've got those three that we've got agents saying, yes, I want you to come here and do this again, Lynn. So Erica is going to be starting to put that as soon as the snow melts. Right. And it looks a little better outside. I'm sure we'll be contacting the uh, golf courses to get the rooms scheduled and whatnot. So, uh, invitations will be coming out and I always promote them on our monthly, uh, webinars here. So, uh, please let us know if you want to make sure we have one, or if you've got access to a country club and it would be cool to play there and also have our meeting there, uh, let us know. So, all right, you guys, um, have a wonderful Friday and a great weekend. And it looks like it is supposed to warm up a little bit. So maybe some of the snow will melt. So travel safely. Take care. Thank you for your business. As always, um, have a wonderful day. We'll be in touch. Bye-bye.